Hey athletes, I'm Adam. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Burpee Nation. Burpee Nation. Oh. Should we do it again? No. Good enough. Hello and welcome into this episode of the Burpee Nation podcast. Good to see you again. It's been a couple weeks. It really has. Sorry. Last time we saw you, it was DecaFit. Yeah. And now we're talking High Rocks. Yes. And next week we'll be talking DecaFit. Tis the season. Yeah. This weekend we'll actually be doing DecaFit New Jersey. I think it sold out. Uh, Yeah. And my first one. If it didn't sell out. Uh, feel free to use our cur- our code our code our code Burpee twenty for twenty percent off your registration. If it did sell out, but you can go to Decafit Texas, I believe that code will get you twenty percent off the Texas event. Yep, Burpee twenty. So yeah, Burpee twenty. Uh, anyway, so we are going to talk to well, we actually already talked to, but we're going to play for you our our chat with Lauren Weeks, who just won. Hyrox's Championship of Fitness yes. this past weekend. She was nice enough to jump on with us, and she has the record for fastest Hyrox for yes. Hyrox for females. So, a great person to hear uh, talk about Hyrox stuff if you're interested in Hyrox and even DecaFit. Yep, you know they kind of apply to the same. If you want to follow her on Instagram, it is Lauren underscore E underscore Weeks, and we will put that in the description down below. Um, we will be putting clips in the coming days to YouTube, uh, highlight clips, uh, probably a couple that you won't even hear in the interview, specifically maybe like her dogs or something like oh, that. Oh, definitely. They're a couple puppies. They're so cute. They were cute. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so some exclusive YouTube clips. Puppy photos. Puppy photos. <laughs> Um, so keep an eye out for that. Just go to our YouTube page to search Burpee Nation, subscribe and like. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram as well. All those links are down below. I'll stop wasting your time and just play the interview with Lauren Weeks. Here we go. Were they the ones that you just got married, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they would have been in the photo. Okay. Congrats. I saw. Yeah. Um, but no, just the two of them. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, you your that. dress was beautiful in the back. I Thank loved you. it. So pretty. I, um, I'm i excited for like our actual photos to come back. So I um, I think they take, I don't know, maybe three to four weeks is okay. what they the process. But yeah. yeah, no, I'm super excited to see those. Oh my God, I'm sure. <laughs> was that before High Rocks, the wedding? That was the week before, yeah. The week before, okay. Wow, that's a jam-packed week. <laughs> it was. It's, uh, I mean, we're both very, very busy, so it's just kind of when there's a free weekend, we were going to take it. <laughs> take nice. advantage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you head to Germany like a few days early? Um, so we flew out uh, Wednesday and landed Thursday night we got to the hotel. Oh, wow. Um, so... I mean, I was there like a day and a half early. Okay. And you're in Utah, is that right? I'm in Utah, yeah. So, so Salt Lake City. That is a far plane. Like we're East Coast, so like yeah. PA. So for us, I think it's what five or six. Yeah. Did six you have a layover probably? anywhere? Yeah, we. Um, it was the travel was. I didn't feel so bad on the travel there, and it was the same thing reversed on the way back, and the way back seemed way harder. So we flew to Seattle. Um, there was like a five hour layover in Seattle and then Seattle to Frankfurt. And then it was a 
three and a half hour train ride from Frankfurt to Leipzig. And then wow. they don't have Ubers in uh, Leipzig. First off, um, Uber sounds like a German word. So how do they not have Ubers? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so no Ubers. Then it's either like a tram or a trolley from the train station in like the city of Leipzig to like the industrial era, area where like the race was. And then, um, and because there are no Ubers, once you get off of the tram there, it's still like a mile walk oh to the hotel. Jeez. That's but insane. It was. It was an adventure for a little, sure. A little bit of uh, jet lag. Yeah, another. sure. Wait, so from Utah wait, wait, up wait. to Seattle. I'm just trying to figure out how that works. Like, okay. why, why would the layover be up in Seattle? That seems kind of weird, wouldn't I have absolutely no idea, but that was like the cheapest one that was found. And uh, getting to Leipzig was not inexpensive, so um, I wasn't going to, I guess, find an easier layover. Yeah. more of the cheaper layover well lay- i mean layovers are weird too because like i've no we've like looked flying from like pa to florida yeah and there would be like if they had stops number one it's a two and a half hour flight i don't yeah. know why there's stops at all but there would be you would go from like pa to like chicago, chicago and you're like no and then down to florida <laughs> like, why am i going the wrong way right? yeah. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. the opposite direction of where i want to go yeah. i know um yeah i mean so like you're there a couple days early and and you so you broke your own record right so you had the previous record from was it last year no it was recent so i had just gotten it in chicago okay um at their north american championship Mm -hmm. so it was a it was like a recent record um sarah colty had it for i think like two or three years so she's um one of the german athletes okay yeah, she was, uh, was she the one, I, I remember watching last year's online uh, on, I think, YouTube or something. Yeah, we watched that. Yeah, and was she the one who was favored last year? She's the one who, like, when we got to the sleds, made it look like she was pushing a stroll. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Those things are legit. Like, how much, what are the weights? Because I, I, we had, neither of us had done a high rock, so we've yeah. done some, like, DECA stuff, but. Um. I won't be exact on the male weight, but the female weight is 275 added to the sled for the push. And then I think it's 175 added to the sled for the pole. That's that's a lot. Um, and then I think the guys is 375 and 275. That's insane. Yeah, that's I don't, nuts. I don't know how you could make that look easy. I, I really don't feel like I make that look easy. <laughs> there are there are athletes out there that make it look easy. I'm just not one of them. <laughs> what's, what's like the one you... I guess, do you maybe enjoy the most or find the easiest? Sometimes it's the same. Sometimes it's different. Um, So it's definitely different. Not the one that I enjoy the most, but I think the one that I can make up time in is the burpee broad jump. Okay. Okay. But I don't think think anybody really enjoys that one. No. Anything (laughs) with burpees is hard to enjoy, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't you have a a burpee video out with, was it with Willow? Like the burpee challenge? Okay. Yeah, yeah I have one with her. Um, <laughs> so funny. She's she's pretty good with like she's very food motivated. So with Same. a treat, she'll listen. <laughs> um, the other one, not so much. Aww. He's light motivated. All right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, so you you haven't done any of the Deca stuff, right? You've pretty much just stuck to Hyrox. I think you, well, you did the Deca strong from the Spartan Games, right? Right. Um, I did the deck of strong in Spartan games. And then I did one of our local gyms in Utah is affiliated with them. So I did it up here as well. Um, so I've done that twice and I haven't gotten to 
do any of the running ones yet. Yeah, I was going to say, have they had any even near you in Utah? There haven't been any, um, like there hasn't been a deck of mile yet and there hasn't been a deck of fit yet in okay. Utah. Um, so I think I'm going to have to travel uh, to be able to do one of those. So you do want to do one? Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. I, do I was going to say, if you, I, I mean, I don't know, I guess it's kind of hard to compare because because you've only done the strong, which is all the events in a row. But yeah. if you had to compare the stations to high rocks, which one do you think is, is tougher? Um, so like station wise, the deco was tough because there was all the stations. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't, I guess I haven't graced the high rocks with just all the stations and like you can, you can recover on the run. So doing the deco strong without the run, um, that was really tough because my recovery was taken away from me. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, do you find, I know some athletes make up time in the runs, some athletes lose time in the runs. You're definitely more of like a makeup. Um, well, I was going to say, do you, do you make up time in the runs and use it as your recovery I, or? I do now. Okay. Um, I would say that my first one was against like Faysenning and, and Emke and they are like very, very fast runners. Um, and I hadn't been maybe logging as many miles at the time. So I wasn't making up time on the run in that first one, but, um, now the run is where I make up time. Okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's, it's one of the, it's, it's a super interesting concept, you know, high rocks, DECA, all of them where, you know, some, some CrossFit athletes really do well, but a lot of CrossFit athletes don't like to run more than like a mile. <laughs> yeah. So like, it, it's a super, it's pretty common for CrossFit. Yeah. 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 It's a super cool, like mix of like, I, I think it's something that CrossFit just general gym people, OCR people like can all kind of get in on and have success with not necessarily like one set area. Like, is, is that kind of what you're seeing of competitors? Yeah. I don't think that you'll see like just like one type of athlete coming into these events. I think it's going to be like pretty broad, broad spectrum. Yeah. Uh, and then I think to excel, you need to be able to like dabble somewhat in both. Yeah, like you don't have to necessarily be the best in either one, but you need to be able to do both. Yeah, you definitely like so OCR. We've talked about this before on other mm-hmm. episodes. OCR, especially Spartan, I guess in particular, has kind of become, you know, the obstacles are, are challenging enough. But for for most people who can train it for a little bit, they're, they're not super challenging. So it's kind of become like a running race with obstacles. Um but th- this is is interesting because good runners aren't going to just go out there and win because you need to actually have you know that that fitness for some strength, um, some endurance, uh, you know, heart rate, uh, like all that kind of stuff. So you definitely do need to still be able to run fast, <laughs> but it's not like I feel like with, with Spartan specifically, you can get away with being a fast runner and not necessarily like crazy good at obstacles. Yeah. But with this, I don't, I don't think there's any hiding in your running. Yeah. I agree with that. Not, not with those sleds. Like the, they like, they can stop you in your tracks. They're not easy. Um, It's hard enough to even like push it to make it move a little bit, let alone to push it the, and 50 meters isn't that far, but to push it the distance that they're asking is, is very challenging. Yeah, and I, I forget, how many times do you have to go up and back with it? 
They've changed it to a 12.5 meter length. So now it's like four times. So you go down and back twice. What was it before? They used to do like a really long lane and you'd only go down and back. Like, so you'd have two lengths okay. and it'd be 25 meter. Okay. That's too easy, yeah. I guess they said. Because <laughs> I mean, that that's half of the thing with the sled is like you when you get momentum, you know, you can actually makes it a little bit easier but having to stop yeah. and start a bunch of times makes it even suckier. It has. So I think it's made it harder for the push, but slightly easier for the pull okay. because the further you are from the sled, like the harder it is to pull. Okay. So to take it the distance down by half has made the pull a little bit easier, but I do think that the push is harder this way. Okay. So made one easier and one harder. <laughs> do you, um, you know, focus your training with, as far as training goes for high rocks specifically do you typically because i'm always curious and everybody's different do you typically focus on specific stations in your training do you focus on the event as a whole in your training like running simulations of the event in its entirety how do you um like mainly train for it so if i if i had like if i was on one of the like German women's position this year, and I hadn't been able to do any high rocks. I probably would have been doing some simulations, but because I've been able to do a couple this year, um, I didn't feel the need to do full simulations. Um, I do like kind of break apart some of the different stations of it, and I don't necessarily do them often, but I make sure that they are in my training. Um, and I'll combine different pieces. Like I like to combine the sled and the and the rower because those are both stations that um, I don't particularly enjoy. <laughs> um, and then I I like to make sure that I get some ski erg in there because again that's also a station that I I don't really like. But I've learned for myself um, with the skier I can save a lot of time in the overall event if I don't try and like trash myself. So it's hard because it's that first event and like you're very excited and people are moving it super fast. But I've learned that if I ease up and go slower on the skier, my overall time is significantly faster. Okay. That's interesting. How many, interesting. How many events did it take you to figure that out? <laughs> um, all of them up into the last two. Okay. <laughs> so it's a learning process. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I did that. Um, like two events ago and I, and I noticed like a significant time difference. Um, so I repeated it this time and it seemed to have the same effect. It just like, it really, if I go hard on it, it really blows up my heart rate. So yeah. And uh, some, sometimes when it gets up, it's hard to get it to, to come back down. Yeah. And it's hard cause you get kind of anxious cause some people are leaving the station like 20 to 30 seconds earlier than oh, you. Yeah. And I'm like, um, and, but I just have to remember, I was like, no, like I'll make up those 20 to 30 seconds at some point. Like I will lose two minutes if I try and keep up with them right now. Yeah. How hard is it to kind of stay in that mentality of, you know, it, it, it's weird because you see everybody almost at all times, I feel like, but it is a long race. You know what I mean? It's o over an hour. You got to actually still pace yourself. And it, it, like you said, it's kind of easy to, to get caught up in the moment and just like, you know, because there's something new all the time. So you feel like you can just keep going hard. But I mean, I don't know if any of us could go full speed for an hour. 
Right. So it, yeah, it's just kind of taking your punches and figuring out where you need to back off in order to do better overall. Yeah. Is there, is there a point in the race where, you know, like if you're in a certain spot that you're in good shape, you know, to, to win? No. Never. <laughs> I was gonna Never. kind of ask that, like if if there was like a learning curve when you did like your first one, where you were like, I cannot ever do that again. <laughs> like, was there anything that you like came across where you're like, mentally, I need to think about this during my race? Um, after the like straight after the first one, this has happened multiple times since. Like, I have to. I've learned that just because you're in one place, like during the majority of the race, that doesn't mean where you're gonna end up. Um, so I was like in my first one, I think I was third place and it wasn't a big like transition, but I think I was third coming into the wall balls and, um, I was able to pass the girl who came in like into the wall balls first to take second. Um, even though I came into it like minutes behind her, uh, and not necessarily in the wall balls, but similar situations have happened ever since. So I just have to remember to not. Like it's easy to want to give up when you feel like you're a couple minutes back, but yeah. that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that that's how it's going to end. You have to kind of keep pushing and see where it falls. Like once you cross that finish line. Yeah. How hard is it to run eight kilometers and do seven stations and then still have to do a hundred wall balls? <laughs> <laughs> Some days it's easier than others. Okay. Um, well, that's where you like usually have your kick though too. I'm like, how is she yeah. doing this? <laughs> like. Um, but like, so it depends for me how hard I go on the lunges. Okay. So, um, the lunges is the station before it. And if I like blast through the lunges, like my wall balls feel rough. Um, but if I'm like a little bit more conservative on the lunges, like they're still hard, but the wall balls aren't as bad as if I were to try and go as fast as I could. But that also... So it kind of depends on where I am in the race. So like if I'm trying to catch up to somebody or if somebody's really close behind me, like I have to go fast on the lunges and just Mm -hmm. know that those wall balls are going to be extra painful that day. Yeah. Yeah. It's painful every day. I just like, I I, (laughs) like, you know, I've come from like a Spartan background mostly. So these high rocks and DECA events are obviously new in general, but to go from OCR to this, it's, it's similar, but also at the same time, very different. I mean, it's even different from, from like a stadium race. And I mean, it's just, it's, it's so interesting to me. It's, it's the same event. You know what I mean? When you go to a Spartan race, it's every time is different. Something's different about it. The trail, the way the obstacles are set up, whatever. This is always the same. It's so standardized, which makes it, I guess, easier to train for, but it's still like impossible to master. Like I, I just, it's, and like you can go out there and run, I'm just like for DECA, for example, you could probably run a, a 40 minute DECA fit one day, run a 36 the next time, and then run a 42 the time after that. I mean, there's just so many different things and your body feels different on certain days. Like, is there ever a time where you start, you're like a couple stations in and you're just, you just know that, you know, you, you have it that day or you don't have it that day? Um, no, I mean, they like, they are all like, each one is tough. None of them feel easy. I never feel like any of them are given to me. I have to, I have to work at every single, like the female side is like, they're very strong competitors. I know every time I I get there, I have to 
work hard if I want to perform well um, and then place well. So yeah, no, I don't, I don't think there's, there's ever a time that I can come into it and think like, Oh, this is, this is going to be fine. Um, <laughs> it's, tough. it's, it's tough. Every, every single time I enter that event. Yeah. And, and you, you do some OCR as well, right? Do you still try and find your way out to some Spartan races and things like that? Yeah, I'm like a little bit more new to it. So I haven't done too many OCR events. Um, I've been trying to dive into more of them this year. So this is the most I've done um, in a year. Like sporadically, I had randomly been at a TMX. um, And like I had gotten to go to the Spartan Games and there was an obstacle course in there. And besides that, I really haven't done many. um, But I, I really like them. I really like trail running. Um, I like that there's a lot to work on. And I also like that. I think it's a sport I can do longer. So like I, I enjoy competing, um, no matter like where I'm placing. And I just, I, I think that like the OCR events and like the trail running events are something I'll probably be able to compete in longer, um, than maybe like a functional fitness event at some point, like I can still do them, but I won't be able to be as competitive or I think you can you can stay a little bit more competitive in a traditional trail race yeah I was gonna ask too like which one you know I know you said you haven't done too many OCR races but which one do you feel like you enjoy more even though you're Um, super successful obviously in high rocks but sometimes what you're like good at isn't always what you enjoy the most so I I think I like the OCR events better and I and I think it's because there's there's just so much to work on. Um, I like, I like setting goals and then I like trying to achieve them. And I, and I know that like with OCR, these are going to be like very long-term goals, like three, five, 10 years down the line. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, (laughs) um, So I don't know. I, I like knowing that there's like something to try and to try and I guess shoot for. Okay. Um, and, and, and I, and I love doing the high rocks, um, but I'm, I don't think I can really get much faster than, than what I'm at. So I want to keep doing them and see if I can keep like kind of pushing the envelope on it. Um, but I think I'm, I'm pretty close to my limit in terms of, of how fast I can get in like that venue mm-hmm. where I think like in a, in like the trail world, I think there's a lot of room to grow, like just spending years building endurance. Yeah. When you were at the Spartan Games, how was like the Spartan Cross, like all of the obstacles back to back for you? They were tough. Yeah. Um, my forearms were blown out after that first event. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, it was rough. And then like they had us do it again on the last day. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was less obstacles, but things were wet. And um, that turned out to be very difficult for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did yeah, they uh, <laughs> reach out at all about this year? Are you allowed um, to say if they have? <laughs> no, I mean I've like I've heard like some things here and there. Um, I would absolutely love to go if I got an invite. I would be there one hundred percent. I would change whatever I needed to into my schedule to go. Um, but it's more of a crossing of my fingers and not necessarily a guarantee. Yeah, I yeah. think it's. it's possibility but um definitely not a guarantee 
Did you know what you were like walking into for that? Going there? Yeah. No, no idea. <laughs> not, not at all. They like gave you, I mean, we knew we were going to swim because they like made us get a wetsuit. Okay. Um, we knew we were going to bike because they made us rent bikes. Um, and that was kind of about it. Wow. Uh, okay. And then, and then we got there and they told us all the things we were going to do. And some of them, I was like, what? Yeah. Which ones? I'm curious. Which ones were you um, like, ah, well, shit. Well, one, like when they told us to rent a bike, we were promised that we were going to be on rolling non-technical hills. That's why. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they probably were rolling non-technical hills for people like Ryan Atkins. But for me, who's never mountain biked before, like they were death hills. Like, you could like there were so many like hairpin turns and cliffs and rocks and jumps and oh uh, like I was like I this is not non-technical yeah like, yeah I, I don't know how I'm gonna make it out of this without getting hurt did you uh, have so to one, did you have to like walk your bike in a lot of spots many times okay many times um <laughs> mostly because I fell off of it but <laughs> that sucks. Um, yeah. I had to I had to have fallen over 40 times. Like, wow. Yeah, it was, I was not on the bike for a very long period of time <laughs> before I was off of it. That, that was like so. my semi-complaint about the, the Spartan games is like, we didn't really get to see that, you know, as people watching on, on YouTube in a 10 minute highlight reel, essentially of, of the race. I like, think it would have been pretty comical to see like, I think you got some of the highlights of the people doing really well, but I bet people would have gotten a kick out if they could have gotten yeah. some video of the rest of us. Like, <laughs> did not they do show? So well. <laughs> I think they showed like faith falling one time. They showed like one or two people yeah. um, fall or come close to it at least. Yeah. But every I, at least three no, or four people to... complained about the techni- techni- technicality. Is that the <laughs> right? Um, but like, I mean, I don't want to like, I don't want to say I'm complaining about it because there were other people there that had to do things that they weren't comfortable with. So like, yeah. I'm super comfortable with the swim and there were definitely people there that were very uncomfortable with the swim. So, right. I mean, it's just, it's just yeah. fair. Like I had to do something that I wasn't uncom- like, I wasn't comfortable with, but did, other people. Did they um, announce something that you were like super pumped for then? Like, yes, I cannot wait to do this one. I was excited for the swim. Okay. Um, definitely excited for that one uh i was excited for a lot of them there was really even the mountain biking like i knew it was going to be um not my thing like i wasn't going to be any good at it but i was really excited to try it because i like i didn't know anything about it um but i was uh not excited about wrestling that's probably the one yeah i I feel like that was the overall well besides i feel like everybody but we chatted probably like a few weeks or a few months ago now i guess um i feel like everybody was dreading the wrestling except for maybe like faith and hunter probably (laughs) maybe kurt so i just um i don't know i'm not very combative and not that faith is either like she's absolutely not combative at all but i um i i just i didn't like that whole physicality of like i had to physically push somebody out of the circle or not on the ground yeah um but like my actual, what ended up being my biggest complaint that I didn't know about that event is we had to do it barefoot and it's freezing. Oh. And um, like I was in like pain. I was, it was so cold. Wow. Whoa. So. See again, stuff you don't find out just from the little hour episode. But, um, that was the, uh, that was the only event I personally cried in and it was 
not necessarily because I was like being tackled. It was like my feet hurt so bad because it was just so cold. That's crazy. But you weren't as cold in the swim. You had your suit. Um, not painfully cold. I was definitely cold. Like the, the wetsuit helped a lot. Um, but it was, it was cold enough that you had to be careful with any sudden movement. Um, cause it would, it would probably cramp. So like take really wide turns. Um, but that was, yeah, that was not nearly as bad yeah. as the barefoot in the sand. Yeah. I think this year is going to be tougher cause at least last year with COVID going on, people didn't really have events and everything scheduling wise, it was probably easier. And this year it's probably gonna be a lot more difficult because. Yeah. So I think like what I think they're trying to do timeline wise is like starting that week after big bear. Okay. So like, um, some people like that would be invited probably want to do big bear. Like I want to do big bear. Um, but again, if I get invited, I'm willing to drop right. like anything else I had on the schedule. So I would be willing to not go just to, be able to do the Spartan games. Yeah. And I feel like going into that, I mean, um, you know, you're probably in the OCR community, at least a, a relatively unknown at that point. I mean, what have you kind of learned from, from that experience and, and used in your training? Like how has your training changed since going through all that? Um, like training wise, I've definitely just done more running, more endurance pieces, but I think like the biggest change was, um, and probably what people didn't get to see behind the camera was there was like really good connections made um, and like friendships and with like people that I probably never would have met before. So just like being able to connect with these people and like I still get to talk to them like to this day has been um, probably the most meaningful thing. Like it's that was like the most incredible experience I think I've ever had, especially athletically, Mm -hmm. um, which is why I would want to (laughs) go, which is why I would want to go back again. But like, I mean, the people you meet were incredible and like the relationships you made were, I mean, I'm very grateful for it. That's always cool to hear. I know. Cause you, I mean, like you don't know, you know, just people sitting at home, you don't know like what happens after Who who do you keep in touch with the most out of everybody that was there? Um, I don't even think it's the most like they're like, I talk with quite a few of the, of the females. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm in as much contact with the males. Um, and I think a lot of the guys probably did stay in contact, but I, I just don't think that they were as friendly towards each other. Yeah, as I was going to say that you could definitely <laughs> tell there's a little more camaraderie vibe yeah. on the female side yeah. and the male side was yeah. more a little, uh, like the girls were very macho. willing to like help each other and give tips on the things that they were right. like experienced in um, to the people that like, and it was just like a bunch of sharing of ideas. I don't think that was the same men. on the male side. <laughs> so rude. Damn men. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you go. Thank you to Lauren for speaking with us again, obviously. Uh, taking time out of her, I'm sure, very busy schedule with um, training and weddings. school and weddings, <laughs> right? Uh, so, yeah. So, again, there will be clips, uh, interview clips, exclusive YouTube clips on our YouTube page. So, keep an eye out for that. We'll be posting that on our socials whenever we have that up. Uh, 
in the coming weeks. Again, this weekend we'll be at DecaFit New Jersey. We're also going to see Todd Durkin speak yeah. Friday night. I'm so if you're that. if you're going, check that out. Um, I think it was like twenty five dollars. I'm sure tickets are probably still available. I'm not 100% sure on that, so you might want to check the website. Um, but we'll have video mm-hmm. coverage. Yes. Um, really, like I've seen a couple of the other DecaFits. I'm super curious to see what the setup is there. Uh, so we'll have that for you as well on our YouTube page. Next week we'll do a podcast mm-hmm. recapping the event. Um, in a couple weeks we're going to have Hunter McIntyre on. Another like Spartan Games person. Yeah, it's a lot of Spartan Games people. Yeah. But anyway, he has a uh, he. They did it last year too. It was a virtual competition called OCR Stars. Uh, they're doing that again this year, so you can sign up until November. So we're gonna have him on uh, in a few weeks, probably early October, to talk about that. Cool. So, uh, but that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. If it's your first time checking us out, appreciate it. If you have come back, thank you for coming back. Please keep coming back. (laughs) Please. Uh, And um, yeah, so we will see you on the next episode. Have a good one. Bye.